the, like the moment that I realized that I had a community. Yeah. Was like the biggest thing for me. Like yeah. when I realized that I had a community and that there were people that actually enjoyed what I'm doing. And I, and I realized that I have, that I'm providing some sort of value to people mm-hmm. who, who are interacting with me or just watching me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when I did hit partner eventually, having those people celebrate that with me was yeah. like the coolest thing and it was just really Welcome to Tardux, a podcast for content creators to come on, share their stories, experiences, and advice. And today, I am super excited. I have Yikes. Welcome. Hey, it's nice to be here. Thank you for inviting me. All right. So what we do to get things going on the pod is we start with three random questions to just warm up. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So what place would you like to travel to that you've never been? Actually, Portugal, and I am going there this summer, and I'm very excited. Excellent. That's cool. All right. Last movie you saw. Ooh. Oh, you're going to hate me for this one. I'm I'm not a big movie person. All right. Last TV show, then. I'm sorry. I don't even remember. Last TV show, uh, The Last of Us. Okay. And are you finished it, or are you all caught up? No, I'm on episode three, so no spoilers. No spoilers. Absolutely. All right. And now, when you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oof. I wanted to be a dentist. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Super random, I know. Yeah, Didn't happen. <laughs> uh, all right. So, first of all, what do you mean by you're a three-star comedian? Oof, great question. Um, I think a lot of it ties in with just, I guess, my personality and the sense of humor that I have. And yeah. it comes with a little bit of wits. And a little bit of sarcasm, and sometimes it falls flat, and it could be a little bit dry, but a lot of times, you know, it hits, and it's really funny, and uh, people enjoy it, and um, I think that, you know, just going off of my name, yikes, too, some jokes are funny, some jokes are yikes, (laughs) and I just kind of like, I thought you know what? I'm kind of like a three-star comedian and just kind of, I kind of went with it and it just kind of became my brand. Excellent. It works. I set the bar low. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we were just chatting about how I ended up finding you on, on Twitter and it was that video you posted in the fall. And do you want to just mm-hmm. talk about that video? Um, You're talking about the video where I, I guess I kind of announced that I went full time and I, I was, I was like, I remember at the end, I was like, don't nobody tell my mom. Exactly. She's, she's yeah. Kill me. Um, that video was about me announcing that I'm going full time with streaming and uh, content creation. And I actually have a master's degree in occupational therapy. I don't know if you're familiar with that field exactly, but uh, I worked, I guess, literally, I finished school and I started streaming. Because I finished, I finished grad school where I was like in the process of finishing grad school and then the pandemic hit. And then um, I started streaming as I got my first job. And then I streamed throughout that first experience. So for two years, I worked in the field for the first time and I was streaming. And I reached a point where I just couldn't do both at the same time. And I was like, something had to give. And I, and I figured, you know... I, I'm gonna try I'm gonna try this content creation thing because I've already invested in my education, so it's always gonna be there for me if I if something fails or doesn't go the right way. Absolutely. And you know, that's the perfect time to try it because you really have got your whole career path ahead of you. You're not like, you know, middle of your career, you've got an established salary and you know you're not taking that risk, you you know, owning a house, right. all of that. It's like why not? You yeah. got nothing to lose. I mean well, sort of. I do. I did. I did get my job, and I was like, "Oh, I should. I should buy. I should buy my first property." And and I did end up buying a condo and stuff. So oh, wow. that is hanging over my head a little bit. But I figure. I I figured. Um, you know, again, 
sometimes you just got to take risks. Yep. And do something you love. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what were the parents' reaction when you said, hey, yeah? Or did they already know you were kind of streaming in the background? And They they knew. So a little background, I guess, to that is that I'm Bulgarian. I was born in Bulgaria, and I moved to the U.S. in sixth grade. Um, so meaning, I guess, does, does that make me a first-generation immigrant? Yes. Uh, no, you're first. You're, you know, first. Yeah. My kids would be second, right? No, yeah, actually, you're, like I think your kids will be first. You're because you weren't born here. I think, I think. Right. Whoever, yeah. Something like that. I yeah. guess my point is that, you know, my parents are a little bit, I don't know if old fashioned is the right way, but yeah, a little more like, you know, we came here for you to get an education and, you know, <laughs> um, so it, it, at first they were like, I've always been a gamer. I used to game even when we lived in Bulgaria. Yeah. You know? I, I got kind of lucky because because my dad is a gamer yeah. himself. He loves computers. So when I started, when I would game, he'd be very supportive of it. Yeah. To, but like, obviously, to, to some extent. And then when I started, I guess when I wanted to start streaming, as I mentioned, is when I quit. Uh, or not when I quit. When I finished grad school. So yeah. my parents were very kind and... Thank you, mom and dad, if you ever see this, just letting you know. They were like, what do you want as, like, your graduation gift? And I was like, um, can I get a PC? <laughs> and my dad's like, sure. <laughs> and um, he was really nice. I mean, they were very nice. And they and they, that's how I got my first PC, which is now my streaming PC. Yeah. And they they kind of helped me get going. Um, did they have doubts about streaming? For sure. Yeah. Um, I don't think they understand. I don't think they still really know what I'm doing or what I, don't I think, do. I don't think many, many people who don't really understand, you know, watch this, understand it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but they were like, I used to stream in the bedroom that it, like I had at their house, yeah. you know, and, and my dad would like knock at the door and be like, keep it down. Yeah. Like in Bulgarian. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, um, uh, <laughs> I guess I moved out eventually, and then I remember it was, like, my mom's birthday. Actually, this October that passed. Yeah. Um, it was my mom's birthday, and I took them out. I took her out to dinner, and my dad was there, too, and we were... Literally, I picked them up, and they get in the car, and I was like, I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna tell them. And yeah. I was like, I'm gonna... I turn around, I'm like, I'm gonna tell you guys this um, before we go to dinner, so you have time to get over it, but I quit my job. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And they were like, what? And then, and then I don't remember if it was my mom or my dad, but one of them was like, you know, you have the right to make the wrong decisions. And I was like, what? <laughs> but um, so they didn't take it well at first. Yeah. But then they were like, you know what? We'll support you. You know, whatever happens, we're there for you. They're just, you know, they just want me to do well. And they're afraid. That... And they worry. It's, you know, yeah, they it's worry. a parent's oh, job. I get it. Yeah. But they're I've... supportive. That's awesome. Sure. That is so cool. So now coming over when you were six years old, how, you know, do you remember that adjustment? Was it a big like culture shock? And, you know, did you know English before you came over? Um, I was actually in sixth grade. I don't oh, know. I might have said sorry. six. I may have, I might have yeah. I might have said the wrong thing too. Um uh, was it well, it happened really fast and yeah. I don't quite remember. I remember it was in the summer of 2006. Yeah. I think in my head, it all happened within the span of maybe four months. Yeah. So one day my dad like came over and was like, or came over, came home and yeah. was like really happy. And I'm like, why are you so happy? Like, what's going on? And he's like, and then whatever. Yeah. He was like carrying these like uh, the yellow, um, what do you call them? The yellow, not manila folders. The ones that like... You get your mortgage information. Yes, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. The whatever, case, yes, something. Yep. He was carrying one of those, and I was like, and, it, and some, like, DHL mail. And yeah. um, eventually, like, they sat us down, and they're like, oh, you know, we, like, your mom won a green card. And I was like, what the hell is a green card? <laughs> <laughs> and they, like, explained it to us, and they're like, oh, we're moving to America soon. And I was like, wait, America? Like, in the movies? It was so crazy. Yeah. And then... They signed me up for for English lessons, so I took private oh, okay. English lessons for, I guess, the amount of time that we had yeah. before we left, and that was pretty much where I got most of my English from, yeah. apart from, like, watching TV and stuff like right. that, because 
English is the second language in Bulgaria, so yeah. at least now. But um, and then I came over and I knew just enough, but it I had like a very thick accent and yeah, you know, it took me it took me a little bit to assimilate in in the culture. Yeah. Oh wow, that is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. All right. So now let's talk video games. When did video games start for you? When did you, you know, you said your dad was a gamer. So I'm assuming he probably had a system and you guys played together. That's where it started. Yeah. So he, he took a lot of interest in, in computers and, um, he figured, I don't know, he found somewhere to get a PC, Yeah. which in Bulgaria at that time wasn't very common for yeah for people to have PCs at home. We used to go to like the computer club. Yeah. Um, like I'd go there with my friends and we'd play Counter-Strike. And um, so I was seven, eight. Um, I wasn't allowed to go to the computer club because <laughs> I was like going, I was like a tomboy and I would go with the boys and stuff and I'd yeah. put like quarters in my socks to so my parents wouldn't see that I'm like taking money <laughs> to go because that's how we paid for like 30 minutes or an hour oh, okay of course they always found out that I went but um so it was around that age I we'd go to the computer club and we'd just play Counter-Strike Mortal Kombat and um a couple other games and yeah. then I, I had FIFA at home too and Sims when yeah. Sims 1 came out I started playing that I'm probably mixing the the years of when yeah. those games came out, but those were, I would say those were the first games that I ever played. Yeah. Okay. And now, over the years, what have been some of your favorite games? I would say definitely Sims for sure yeah. is one of my. I thought I was gonna be, gonna be a Sims streamer, which totally didn't happen. But um, I, my career in streaming took a completely different direction, which I'm glad that it did because I don't think I would have. I don't see myself as a Sims streamer in general. I think yeah. that's just a cozy game that I like to play for fun. Yeah. Um, Sims, City Skylines. I played a lot of Call of Duty when it came out, or yeah. when Verdansk, when Warzone One came out. Yeah. Um, I love strategy games like Age of Empires, uh, Civilization. Yeah. Uh, those games are really fun. Yeah. For me. Okay. Now, what game did you start streaming with? Call of Duty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And now, you know, you said you started it when you, you started streaming really, you know, you were a COVID streamer. What was the mm -hmm. reason you, you know, hit that go live button? What made you do it? Uh, it was really just, it was definitely, I used to watch a lot of YouTube in, in general growing yeah. up. Um, I was there, I guess, throughout the inception of YouTube, and I know all the stars and like, Jenna Marbles and and all those. I don't know if do you know who Jenna Marbles is? No, I don't. She quit. I guess I want to say the internet. She literally quit the internet <laughs> oh, um, wow. because she. I mean, she's like in her. I don't think. It, I don't know if it's like her late thirties now, yeah. but she kind of you know she's just venturing into another another stage of life at this yeah. point. But. Um, and when COVID started, I was sitting with my friends and I was like, I feel like I really want to do something on the internet too. I don't know if it's going to be vlogging yeah, or, but something on the internet. And one of them was like, do you know about Twitch? And then I looked into Twitch and yeah. I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. And then eventually I hit the go live button. And yeah. that's really how it started. I didn't know what Twitch was until COVID. Yeah. And now, you know, that first few times you were streaming and you had people come into the chat, how that's a crazy experience because now all of a sudden these strangers are coming in and talking to you. Yeah, it, it still kind of blows my mind that there's, you know, so many people that either, you know, whether they pass by or yeah. don't say anything or say something or say something and then leave, you know, it just. It, it never really gets old and um yeah i it just building a community is like the coolest thing I yeah think. and now and you know you started off with cod how long did you stay on cod before you started switching up other games or bringing other games on into the stream i would say it was for for the first year of me i want to say a year and a half yeah. almost i played cod as the stream grew i started venture i i internally i just i don't want to say that i started getting bored of verdansk or yeah. not verdansk but call of duty in general yeah it just 
wasn't the same for me and I felt like I was stuck in this place where I I just it was it wasn't really making me happy anymore. Yeah. And I was just showing up on stream and playing Call of Duty because that was just how what I've been doing for so long. Yeah. And then slowly I started venturing out and doing more just chatting or yeah. doing some sort of an event or doing playing a an indie game or doing this or that. And yeah. I realized that, you know, people um you know, people in my community kind of stick around for me, yes. which I'm really grateful for. And um, I feel really lucky to have yeah. um, to have that experience because I know it doesn't happen to everyone. Right. And then I, I gained because of them, I was able to gain the confidence to venture out into other games. And then recently, it was like last month, I finally told everyone. I was like I quit COD. <laughs> I'm not playing it anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, I stopped. It's it's a tough thing to do to main a game, and it's, you know, I, so many people I I watch and they just main a game, and when that game takes a dip or they're not happy with the game, they they're just not happy, and it it's not a good place to be. I don't think. Exactly. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. And now you know, from a COD standpoint, um, how was the community like? You know, because you gradually built up your community, but you're really still in the COD community. How did you, how was that experience? um what do you mean do you mean like so uh, okay let me put it this way so like i had mr gibbons on and he started streaming mm. in cod and he's oh he's I met so... him in in amsterdam and then also in san diego oh no way you saw him so yeah amsterdam was the one where yeah. he found out he was a he got partner yeah i would do i know that was crazy yeah so, but yeah, so Gibbons was on and we were talking about COD and he goes, he was so happy that he ended up finding the Escape from Tarkov game and community because he, he just said the COD community was a really tough place to, to yeah. interact with and mingle. For sure. Um, it is. Um, I always had this, I, 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 well, he, I guess like one of the differences is that you know, a lot of his content relies on, um, or, or I guess his approach is, is like interacting yes. with people within the game yeah. who he doesn't always know who they are Yeah. versus I always played with my friends because that was like my safety net. Nice. I always had a select few of people that I played with yeah. because also, as like a female COD player, you know, people yeah. people can be a little extra mean. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess I, I didn't necessarily have that experience because I like worked to avoid it. Yeah. You know, I purposefully did things to, to avoid that. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, it was still toxic in its ways. And yeah. um, when I did try, when Proximity Chat came along with Warzone 2, yeah. I was so excited. And I was like, oh, this is going to be so good. I'm going to have so much content. And yeah. Literally, nine out of ten interactions was were just so mean, and I was like, okay, this is not it. Yeah, no, that's it's yeah. So many people I talk to, you know, reference that, and it's tough as as a content creator. You got to be careful when you do these interactions. So now, since you hit you know that go live button, what's been some of your highlights? The, like the moment that I realized that I had a community, yeah, was like the biggest thing for me like yeah. when i realized that i had a community and that there were people that actually enjoyed what i'm doing and i and i realized that i have that i'm providing some sort of value to people mm -hmm. who who are interacting with me or just watching me yeah um and you know when i did hit partner eventually having those people celebrate that with me was yeah. like the coolest thing and just really nice and just having the opportunity to to travel in so many places and meet so many people mm -hmm. because it's kind of ironic how we were like streamers and we we're on the internet so much yeah but yet i've i've traveled more than i ever thought i would in my life within those two years that really <laughs> that i've streamed yeah so it's it's kind of like counterintuitive but i right but it, all of those things are are huge highlights and now we have you know i i ended up going to 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 amsterdam and yeah. i met like Gibbon and Pep. I actually did meet Pep too. Like we were, that was like my group when I was there, which is really cool. Oh, nice. And got to hang out with all these like Irish streamers. Yeah. And, um, and then we had like San Diego and just so many other events. We have like Boston for PAX East. Yeah. Um, 
it's just the opportunities to travel and all, all that all that jazz yeah yeah pep's another one he's been on the pod and he's a oh my god mm -hmm. that guy is so funny such a nice guy he's so too. cool yeah he's so cool yeah yeah so now how would you describe the yikes community or well let's start with this how would you describe a yikes channel or the stream somebody's coming into your channel for the first time what are they expecting what are they going to run into uh a lot of jokes uh, a little bit of banter uh we're very close-knit and um i would say we're but like those are like all the like the the joking parts i guess of the community but i do yeah. drive for you know making sure that everybody feels included and, and spreading positivity and just being a safe space for people to yeah. to be in and i know it's very hard for people to join in new communities um and we we try to be as welcoming yeah. as we possibly can Nice. Yeah, I guess every time I've popped in, it just it's a fun time. Everybody's just having fun. It's a, you know, there's it's just yeah, like you you were just describing. It's just a nice place to be. It's cozy. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. And now, what is your Twitch partner story? I you know where were you when you found out? How many times did you apply? Uh, well, I so I did like a silent application kind of thing yeah like when i hit those numbers i told my mods i was like hey who are my mods shout out to my mods by the way the greatest people without them i'd be nothing um but i told him hey i'm applying for for partner but i didn't tell my community because i also i was like so afraid of having to be like hey i didn't get it right. i don't know why it yep. just personally just no you know, it, it felt like that. yeah it felt like when i was applying for grad school and i was like and i was like so freaking driving myself crazy yeah. for so many years to to get in and i remember i had accepted my fate that that i wasn't going to get in probably on the first time because it's so rigorous to get into that program yeah program and whatever so it like brought me back to that and i was like i don't want to go through that and i did end up getting into the grad school program but yeah i was like i don't want to have to go through this again so i'm just going to keep this silent i'm not going to tell anyone um maybe people had a hunch but yeah. um and then i was streaming and uh at that point i was doing gta so i was doing gta rp oh no way yeah <laughs> I feel like I've done so many things now that I'm like thinking about. And now I DJ. Like, that's, that's I know. My I was going to talk to you about the like, DJ aspect of it. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, <laughs> what am I doing? Um, but, and I was doing GTA RP. And um, I remember the Twitch staff member, because usually a staff member comes in. They're yeah. like, the final, the final piece of your, of, of your, of the decision, whether you, of the verdict, whether you're yeah. going to get it, is a staff member comes in and watches you. Oh. And, yeah, and I and it, we saw him in there in the users chat, and I was like, "Oh my god, they're here!" And I remember that day, my screen crashed three times. Oh no! And it was it was just it was so miserable for me because I was like, "Man, on the day that staff is here, it's gonna crash three times." Yeah. And um, but the moderator saw that he, that um they're in there and were kind of like, you know, being like a little extra right. like supportive and yeah. trying to keep me going and you know i re kept restarting stream and um i was not pushing partner numbers whatsoever because of all the crashes and stuff yeah and i was like i'm just not getting it and i i remember although i i was we were really having stream uh, fun throughout the stream but yeah. i ended the stream and then um i checked my email well, I usually end stream and a lot of times I go in Discord depending on how tired I am. And I went yeah. on Discord and I went and we were just hanging out in there. <laughs> and I checked my email and, and it said that I got it. And there's a video of me actually, I think it's on TikTok. Yeah. Like when I when I like read it for the first time and I was like, guys, read this with me. And I'm there like <laughs> ugly crying, like no way we got it. And it was my first try. Uh. Um, and the stream was like technically like, terrible because yeah. it crashed so many times but community pulled through and um i'm really grateful for that oh that's so cool i love yeah. those stories shout out to akadaka that was that was i suppose they're from australia because yeah. 
that's the only place that they call um, <laughs> ACDC Akadaka. So. Uh, okay. <laughs> Shout out to that staff member. We'll never forget who you, who you are. <laughs> oh, shoot. That's awesome. So yeah. now, how did you, like, did you get to a certain point when you started to stream that, yeah, I could take this, you know, I could take this full time or was it just a gradual increase or did you just jump two feet into it and said, I'm taking a risk? Uh, I took a risk. There was a point where I was like, holy shit, like things were kind of like blowing up and, yeah. but I didn't, I didn't really think that was, it, it was always going to be that way. You know, yeah. I, I knew that, you know, it ebbs and flows and stuff yeah. and, um, but I was, you know, working full time and essentially doing content creation full time. I was just tired and I was like, something had to give. Yeah. I had to make a decision. And I feel like for me personally, I think, and I'm really grateful for this, but I also, like, I worked really hard to have this safety net of right. having my education in the back burner. Because I know that, you know, if, if, if stream fails, I'm done with school. You know, I have right. something to go back to, which, which kind of helped me have the courage to 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 try this yeah you know what i mean and, and take the risk yeah absolutely and so what would you what advice would you give to somebody who's you know thinking about you know going live for the first time and you know trying to make make it i would say research like watch other streamers yeah learn streaming etiquette uh Learn what it means to build a community and, and do it the right way um, because, you know, don't be one of those people that uh, don't understand. I, I guess streamer etiquette is huge, yeah. especially for people that are starting out. But um, besides that, do your research. Learn from the people that have made it and also learn from the people that are in the process of making it. Um, and don't just do it because you want to make it yourself. Like, actually care for those people. Because yeah. streamers can tell when you're just there to get something yeah. um, out of you. But definitely, don't be afraid to do it. Try it out. Um, but do your research before you start. Nice. And now, when you made that commitment, you're going full full time... Did you change your schedule or did you, you know, did you go from like you were streaming at nights and now you switched it to days or what, you know, did you have a certain plan for that? Uh, not really. So I, for the first year I streamed without a streaming schedule. Yeah. That to the other point that you asked me, have a streaming schedule. I didn't have a streaming schedule yeah. for the first year. I was just kind of like, I'll stream whenever. Um, but have a streaming schedule and uh i had i once i established that i kind of built it around my job yeah. and and i was like i'll do sunday night wednesday night friday night and i'd come home from work or on sunday whatever i'd yeah. have saturday off and then i'd stream and once i made the announcement I was like, well, this is a really comfortable schedule for me. So then I just kept it yeah. once I went full time. And I've, I've been streaming three nights a week. I don't really stream more than that. Yeah. And now, yeah. you know, when you so you came off of COD and you started trying other games, did you find different community or different people started coming into your community or did you sort of maintain the same sort of the same people were there? I would say it's the same people. Yeah. Uh, the way that new people, new people have been coming in ever since I started uh, doing my music stuff. Yeah. Which I'm really excited about. Um, but yeah, COD wasn't COD was the reason why I guess I grew in the beginning. But it it plateaued for me. I know this sounds kind of dramatic, like in my heart, but it also plateaued for me in terms of my career as well. Yeah. And I was like, if I'm not happy. And stream isn't happy and the community isn't happy. Something had to, something had to give. And yeah. everybody can tell when the streamer is having fun or when they're not. Right. So. Yep. And nobody wants to watch a streamer who's not happy because there's so many more people out there and you can just, you have somebody yeah. new come in, they see you for 10 seconds, 15 seconds. Like, yeah, I'll just find somebody else. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And now 
the other important thing I, I think people sometimes forget, you know, it's more than just playing a game. If you want to really take a stab at this, you really have to do the other aspects of it, the social, the short form content, YouTube stuff. What's, you know, how's that been for you? Uh, like with TikTok. So social and... media, yeah, social media is very tricky. I had, I had like my moments of virality on TikTok yeah. when when I was still working, I would say, and that's when I that's it kind of gave me like the little push to be like, all right, this is like we're popping off. It's time to go, you know, this yeah. is our time. And then things kind of plateaued, even though I really wasn't doing anything different. Um, but I've 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 expanded to YouTube and Facebook recently yeah. now too, and um. I'm part of uh, an agency called Dulcetto, which which uh, I I love dearly, and um, I love my manager Alex, and they're 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 all so amazing, and they help me find different brands to work with, yeah. and um, uh, yeah, that's cool. And now, how did you end up getting you know connected with them? Just networking. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. And now let's talk about TwitchCon. So your first TwitchCon was Amsterdam? Yes. And now what made you, you know, want to head over there? Uh, well, partly because I am, I don't know if it helped that I am from Europe. You know, yeah. I grew up in Eastern Europe. So to me, going over there was, didn't seem like, it just kind of seems like something normal. Right. Um, and then I had a couple of friends who were like, oh, we'll go too. And um, we went there together and just had the best time. And I don't regret it. And then I ended up coincidentally going to meet up with, with another friend in in the UK because I had a like a flight cancellation, which yeah. gave me some time to hang out with some people in the UK, which was really cool. And yeah, I and just went. I was like, this is the time. Nice. Now, how long have you had you been streaming before Amsterdam? Uh, so it was like a year and a okay. half, I would say. Mm, some no, it was a year. Yeah, a year. Yeah, or a little under a year. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. But um, I had I got partnered in May, and then I went to or end of May, and then like a month later, I went to Amsterdam. I still had I had to go and switch my like they printed out my affiliate badge and yeah. i had to go and be like can i have a partner badge please <laughs> it was really cool but and now yeah. it must have been you know unique because you're going there and you're seeing you know peers or other people like wow you know that that person and then you turn around it's like there's your community or people who watch you it's like hey oh it's, it's yikes and you know what yeah. was that like i didn't really get that in amsterdam because yeah. you know that's uh where like the European community is right. is mostly, um, but that happened uh, in San Diego, and a, like a, a couple people like stopped me on the street, and they were like, "Oh, oh you're wow. yikes!" And I thought that was like so cool. I was like, <laughs> no, I am. <laughs> um, and uh, I mean, if it, it feels really cool, yeah. I like appreciate it more than I, I think I can express. Yeah, and uh, I don't I. I'm just grateful that people watch me really. Yeah. And now what were some of the highlights from the San Diego TwitchCon? Oof, so many. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got to hang out with, with my community a lot. I also got to hang out with, with friends. I got to hang out with, I got to network. Yeah. Uh, and it was just getting to see people that you've talked to for at that point, so many months, you know, yeah. a year and months and just getting to see them in real life was so surreal and just un unforgettable experience. Yeah. yeah, I think San Diego was a really special TwitchCon for a lot of people because it was really the first one after the pandemic. And you had so many people start streaming during the pandemic. And now everybody's seeing everybody for the first time and a lot of people in IRL. And it was just, it's the vibes you got from the pictures and the videos. And it was just, it seemed like it was a, a really, really cool thing. Yeah, for sure. It was unbelievable. Yeah. 
Nice. And now, what do your friends and your family IRL think of, you know, do they have, you know, you talked about your mom and dad really don't understand it, but, you know, what about your other friends that you, that know that you stream or like, what do you do? You just play video games? I have a couple of friends. Uh, uh, a couple of my best friends would like pop into chat sometimes. Yeah. I have one really close friend that like has been on my stream actually. And we've done like, like this segment that I call like, Yikes is late night show and it's like her and I just like <laughs> cracking jokes. Yeah. Doing these like fun little activities. Um, we've done like uh what was it called? Don't even get me started. Like you you put your like pet peeves in a bucket. And yeah. Like talking about them. It was like really funny, just like lighthearted, fun stuff. Right. Um I have some, you know, some friends that are sort of involved, invested in the stream, but I would say for the most part, people are really supportive and they're like that's really cool what you do but we don't get it so <laughs> and i don't you know it, that's totally fine with me i don't yeah. expect you to be watching my stream and that's totally fine i don't love you any less than, right than you know before and it's just normal to me if, if they don't choose to yeah. participate so actually GTRP, so I had no idea you did that. So, and you're the first content creator I've, on, I've had on. So what is that whole, you know, you're streaming that do you have to have like a script or does everybody sort of get on the same page or you really just, you know, roll the dice and just roll with it? We had a very, so we were all kind of jumping in and we had this idea of, my friend Zoe um, had this idea of, so her and her mod created the server where we were it was going to be like community based and it was only going to allow community members to to participate in it and and um it we were all so new at it that yeah. none of us really knew what we were doing but it was really fun yeah. and we we kind of got thrown into it and it was really fun in the beginning and we're all laughing. And then we're like, okay, well, if we're going to be doing this, we need to have rules. If we're going to be doing this, we need mm -hmm. to have, we need to know what everyone's character kind of is. Or if we don't, we need to. And then you start realizing that like, not everybody knows how to act. Not yeah. everybody knows how to RP. Not everybody knows how to. And then um, at one point I was like, wait, this is too overwhelming. Right. Like it was a cool experience. Yeah. Uh, nonetheless, I got partnered throughout it. So yeah. that's really cool. And then I just kind of like uh, backed out and took myself out of it like gracefully and was yeah. like, thank you guys. Like, I love all of you. But, uh, and then I just kind of like stopped doing GTRP because it was a lot and props to everybody that's doing it. But um, it's just a lot of responsibility. Yeah. See, it's, even it's, if you're not, even if you're not on the like admin team, I still yeah. feel like it's a lot of work to maintain the server. It it really seems like there's you have to put a lot into it to get you know, to to you know to have it come off in a good way. You've got to do yeah. research. You've like you said, acting and and just play along and whatnot. It's not an, it doesn't seem like it's an easy thing to to just jump into. And at the same time, you know, engage with chat, keep your community going, and you know, keeping that in parallel. For sure, and I felt like probably RP was the. One of the games that disconnected me from chat the most. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah. Because you can't be like somebody's in the middle of their skit with you. Or I shouldn't say skit because it's not like scripted. Right. But you're in the middle of your RP and then you're getting a raid. So like you can't really talk to you. Like, you know, acknowledge the raid. Yeah. But so you're like, okay, who am I? You know, what do I prioritize here? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I didn't like that feeling. Yeah. And now speaking of raids, you know, that's a, that's a unique thing for a content creator to have us all of a sudden, you know, especially if you're like a smaller streamer and all of a sudden you, you have X and now somebody's coming in and dropping, you know, triple X, a number of people into your, how, you know, do you remember any of the first times you were raided with, with a large group of people? Yeah. Uh, I think the biggest raid that I've ever gotten was Sweet Tales, which I'm a really big fan of and... It was like, I was like starstruck and just, I was like, there's no way, you know, it's like one of those things where you're like, now this person knows who I am. Yeah. Like that was, it just felt so surreal. And you know, this person that you've watched for such a long time and you know, you look up to now all of a sudden knows who you are and it yeah. was just, 
it was it was a crazy surreal experience and i i just like sometimes i rewatch like my reaction and i'm like yeah. i kept it together really well for how i actually <laughs> felt i was like props to me for being able to like act like pretty like even though i was like freaking out i was right. like internally i was just <laughs> blown away it was really cool and i'm like really grateful and then you know there's been other raids afterwards but i would say that one was definitely the biggest and now how big was it would you like you know a few hundred or like a few thousand no it was it was i think it was i think it was on her birthday which is even like crazier and then yeah. i got to meet her a few days later oh, at East. so like the way it was like it was like holy the stars yeah. like wanted to i don't know just let her know that i'm like a huge fan but yeah. um uh it was i don't know at least two three maybe even four it was a lot oh wow it was a lot yeah the chat was just flying by at that point crazy yeah unbelievable like her community was it, it was insane it was unbelievable so now who do you normally roll like do you normally still have a you know sort of a normal group of people a regular group of people that you roll with you know you're playing playing games or really you just do a lot of interacting with your community uh i used well i mean i still do but yeah. I, I played predominantly with my moderators uh, and then i had a couple people that were that just like my dynamic worked really well with whether yeah. it was um like friendship wise or on stream but you know, be, the dynamic on stream is very important. You know, you're, yes. the people that are playing with you, if like you're doing this full time, should kind of know that you're doing this. Yeah. As you know, something very serious. Um. So I had like a designated squad, um, and then, uh, I did community night every single night. I recently actually like I did that for two years. Every single fr not every single night. Every single Friday was community night, so I'd yeah. play with people from my community. So it's kind of like very well mixed. Uh, but ever since I started doing like music stuff, I kind of yeah. do like song requests Sunday now, which is my way of involving the community. But um, yeah, I don't know. And then last week we did Geo Guesser and it's just spontaneous yeah. uh, of how we get people involved. Cool. And now the DJ stream, where did that come from? Was that always something you wanted to try or, you know, you. Uh, I used to uh, go out quite a lot when I was younger. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I was kind of, I you know, exposed to really cool music and yeah. really fun times. Um, and sometimes when I went to my friends' houses, I would, like, I don't want to say DJ because I don't know if that, like, is the right route term but i would have like a dj software and i would just like transition the songs with yeah. like a mouse and a keyboard um but I, that was i was like in high school when i did that yeah and, um and then just loving music so much and then venturing out into different um like going to concerts and yeah just experiencing music so meaningfully and i then one day was like why don't i just like i'm quitting cod I need to do something yeah. that's fun for me and fun to watch too. And I hope I was just crossing my fingers being like, I hope people like this because I think this is really cool and I really enjoy it. And I got one of these bad boys yeah. and, and I think people were enjoying it. Uh, I don't do this every night. It's yeah. just, but it's something that uh, I do now, I guess. Now how, cause it's, you know, you're, you're going from video games and now you're, you know, a lot more involved yeah. with, you know, mixing, you know, it, you know, did you do a lot of like prep beforehand or really you just, you know, let's try this thing. I, I'd say I did like a week of the hardest part for this. Cause I knew like the logistics of, I know the logistics of like how to mu mix music. Yeah. I just didn't really know the buttons that yeah. well. The hardest part was just routing the audio. Cause I have a GoXLR and mm -hmm. this is technically a second mixer yeah. and dual pc setup so that part was really oh challenging for yeah. me to figure out how to but i eventually figured it out and um i spent maybe like seven to ten hours of just mixing songs and practicing and yeah. then i was like all right i'm gonna do this on stream and i was so nervous i oh. felt like i was doing a presentation in grad school or something like that in front of <laughs> 200 people 
um even not like 200 not that 200 people were watching me do this right. but i i felt like i just felt so nervous and yeah. i hadn't felt that nervous in so long but it was probably one of the best dreams of my life at the end though it was so fun oh, nice. and it went great and i mean also the community was super supportive so. well i was gonna say it must be different for the community who's used to seeing somebody play games and some yeah. people may not even know that you know dj you know streaming dj is not a you know is, is you know you can see it on twitch thing. Yeah. yeah yeah it is different um it seems like i think also uh the community kind of saw that i was happy and yeah we're like this is actually kind of cool you know because obviously people could be like well i'm glad that you're happy but this is not what i want to watch right they move on yeah you know that could happen but you know i'm you know, whoever I can keep, you you know, there's only so much a streamer can do yes. to keep viewers. But yep. you also have to remember that, you know, you can't keep doing something that makes you unhappy. No, that's true. And your community is there because they want to see you. They want to hang out with you. That's, you know, yeah. how you interact with them. So it's, you know. And, you know, I make sure to include, like, just chatting and other, like, we played games, like, the next week and stuff yeah. so I, I i don't know i'm trying my best yeah excellent well it's oh, yeah. working you know and you seem happy on stream so that's that's the important thank thing thank so and now speaking of music and concerts what are some of your favorite concerts you've been to Oof. um i would say i'm a huge billy eilish fan so yeah or those are like the best concerts that i've been to uh definitely panic at the disco a few years back because um, I guess they quit now, and but and it, I went recently, but it wasn't the same. I yeah. could tell that like something's going on. <laughs> I was like, they're about to quit, aren't they? And then they did, um, or break up, I should say, not quit. Um, I like a lot of like Latin American music, so yeah. I've been to a lot of artists uh, from there, like J Balvin, Maluma, and uh, and I've been to just a lot of venues in general that plays yeah. like a mix of music all cool. over the world so it's really cool yeah very cool so now is there are there any content creators people should check out other peers that people uh you know really should you know go watch their streams oh absolutely uh uh i would say within right now the space i, I feel like i want to give like big props to the people that are <laughs> continuing to play call of duty but sometimes are not quite enjoying it. Yeah. So to everybody that's doing that, I know that's such a, like a huge <laughs> vague answer. Like you guys are doing amazing and props to you, but uh, there are a, f a few creators that I do want to shout out. There's uh, somebody in my community called uh, WPageIt00 who's trying really hard. He's an up and coming streamer. He's, he's trying really hard to make it out there and working incredibly hard um there's big papa brie who started her own gta rp server who uh, is also like huge props to that i mean that's such a huge uh responsibility and is doing really well uh shout out to sweet tells of course for for the paving the way for future <laughs> creators um i'm really inspired by julian solomita uh we have uh, Nye Beats, who is a, uh, she's a DJ herself, and she's yeah. amazing. And, I mean, I can just keep listing them <laughs> off. Benjamin's amazing content creator. I don't know if you've heard of him. No. Benjamin. He's the founding father. He's Benjamin Franklin. Uh, oh, yes. I've seen <laughs> yes. some of his stuff. Yes. yes. He's very funny. Uh, he's amazing. He's one of my, he was part of my group in Amsterdam, and he's, yeah. he's such a, he's a, such a, great person um okay to me two cans i mean i can keep <laughs> listing off people oh, this is awesome yeah excellent and now any sponsors or any you know any companies that have helped you you want to give a shout out to as well huge shout out to stream labs who are uh who i'm sponsored by i'm partnered with yeah uh who are amazing uh and logitech of course because they're their father company um yeah yeah, huge shout out to them Excellent. for choosing me as a as a, a long term content creator for them. So I yeah. really appreciate that. Cool. All right. So now, when you're not streaming, you're not creating new content. What you know? What does Yikes do away from the computer? 
Uh, I try to be outside. Yeah. I go, I go, I've been doing a lot of yoga lately. Uh, I try to go to the gym. I try to spend time with my family. I try to spend time with my friends. Like anything that gets me out the door yeah. into the outside world, I would say, yeah. um, is, is what I'm doing when I'm not in this room. Yeah. And now what, uh, anything, any big plans, any events you're uh, going to, you know, you're looking forward to this upcoming year? Tons. Yeah, we have PAX East uh, next. Oh, you're coming out of week? Boston way? Nice. Yeah. I'll be, Hopefully I'll the be snow there. will Are be gone. Are you in gone. Boston? I'm in Connecticut, so we're only about an hour and a half away from oh, Boston. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Are you going to PAX East? I don't know yet. We'll see. Gotcha. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I'll be there. And also then we have TwitchCon Paris. Yeah. Oh, you're heading uh, over across the pond? Nice. Yeah, I'm going to TwitchCon Paris, and also I'll be going to TwitchCon uh, Vegas, right? Vegas, yeah. And yeah, tons of stuff to look forward to. Excellent. Very cool. And oh, where does Yikes come from? How did you come up with the, you know, the name Yikes? I just have tons of Yikes moments. That's what it is. <laughs> that's, I just, I used to do things and I'd be like, Yikes. And yeah. then I was like, I feel like that's just like, I just embody that word at that point. Yeah. And and it just, I was like, that's just, I'm going to go with it. It's there just who go. I am at this point. And it's, I, I think it's incredibly um, relatable to who I am, I guess. And it's, it's a great, you know, and your person, like you look at the picture of like your, your face on it. It's like, yeah, that's, that's just, it, <laughs> it like goes hand in hand. Yeah. Thanks. No problem. All right. So, hey, we're done the podcast. But before I let you go, you've got to shout out somebody who you think would have a good story to share on the pod. Ah, uh, ooh, okay. I would say Ben Jamins for sure. All right, well, he's been called out, and we'll get him on. So, All yikes, right. thank you so much for doing this. It was wonderful meeting you, and thank you for sharing thank your story. You. Thanks for inviting me.